Express Q&A sessions with me Srinidhi Rao episode 1 in conversation with Anindo Chakraborty you get a set of talent right whom you believe in and then get out of the way you just have the full trust in in your team to deliver right if things don't go well you don't beat them up you take that as a learning opportunity and say what could have been you know different i think you need to give that space and that freedom for people to fail you know i always have this long running joke uh, but which is not a joke anymore right um, i i think people just need to learn sequel first <laughs> Hello I am here with Anindo Chakraborty Anindo is the head of digital analytics at the Growth Analytics Center of Anheuser Busch in Bev uh, here in Bangalore uh, Anindo thanks for being with us today Thank you Shuni So Anindo has had a illustrious career of about 19 years in the analytics industry starting off with GE uh, before it became Genpact and uh, then moving on to Target where he did a bunch of very interesting and high impact projects and then today he is the director of uh, digital analytics he also established the team called explore that that goes ahead of what's actually already known in the analytics industry in anheuser busch and then you know goes further and explores new things and innovates for the organization and he has built very very successful teams across and today he is here with us to share some of his thoughts on how to build very successful analytics teams that deliver what do you think differentiates successful analytics teams from others yeah so there are a lot of uh, you know lot of factors that go into making a very high performing analytics team uh, there is not really I, i at least i don't feel that there is a formula for for this right so i'll i'll touch upon few things which have worked for me in the past right uh, one thing is you know you should have very strong analytic leadership right people who inspire people who can get the best out of you know young talent you know people who are just um, entering the industry uh, with very solid academic background but to be successful you need to have you know you need to look up to your leader right so people who can inspire. you know inspire people who are not just typical delivery managers but who get into the you know the meat of the problem can work with their teams right and people leadership uh, irrespective of which industry we are analytics or not i think you need to be having very strong leaders i think that's makes or breaks teams right because it's not about people but it's about uh, it's not just about the size of the people i mean but it's about the quality of of leaders so for me it's very important that you have a uh, very good leadership very strong leadership with great people skills as well as you know very strong technology skills uh, um the second thing is obviously whether it's consulting companies or whether it's company like ours which is more in house you need to have you know sponsorship and you need to have your stakeholders believing in you right so to build uh, a brand uh, that this is a center of excellence for the company um you need to work hard but if there is no stakeholder alignment or sponsorship from you know your chiefs it always becomes very difficult because you're almost trying to prove a lot of different your capabilities to the company but it it, it just becomes double the effort and it becomes a problem of you know motivating your team you can't have a solid road map or a vision right so wherever you are i think especially for in house you need to have very very strong 
you know, uh, alignment, sponsorship from your stakeholders. Then I would say we are all obviously moving towards more technology and software, right? So I, I always think that you have to not call yourself a pure play analytics player because it's just not going to exist, I, I believe, in a couple of years, right? So with the AI boom, you need to start thinking about building solutions, building products and thinking like a software engineer, right? Uh, I think it's very critical that we staff the teams in the right way because if you don't have that diversity of technology talent, um, you know, we are not going to be uh, winning the confidence of our stakeholders. We'll, we'll just be very way behind uh, than what uh, we could do. So uh, again, like from my experience, I have learned that you have to start thinking ahead, start planning what kind of skill sets you want. You can't be just reacting on the fly and say, okay, I have a project, I need these skills, but you need to plan for it ahead and get a diversity of skills which help you build platforms and products. Fantastic. So just to summarize what you're telling Anindo, the most important thing that differentiates a successful analytics team from others so is, is a very strong leadership who can inspire the, the yes. data scientists and others in the team. And secondly, having a strong sponsorship and championship from the from the yes. leadership of the organization. And thirdly, having skill sets that are a little more diverse than saying pure play data science. So that you can actually deliver a product and a you know, thinking product yes. rather than just thinking math part of the product. Yes, right. that's, exactly. That, that's a very interesting, uh, very interesting insight. And, uh, and and I can, I can clearly see the difference between uh, you know companies that have succeeded or teams that have succeeded and others based on what you rightly said. Yeah, what do you think you look for in your people that you hire for your teams? What kind of harder skills, the vocational skills do you look for and what kind of soft skills do you look for? And uh, what of these skills do you think, you know, do you definitely need to hire for versus, you know, what you can train on? Yeah, so this is this has been a learning for me, uh, you know, over the years. I, I don't think I've got it right. Um, so I'll tell you what I look for, you know, what are the must-haves, right? Uh, at a at a junior level or a <clears throat> you know entry level, right? Uh, when you are getting hands-on data scientists on board, I obviously you you need them to you need them to code. You need them to know the math. Those are some basic things which anybody is going to assess for, right? For me, I I want to look at folks who have the right you know, behaviors, which uh, namely translate to their adaptability and resilience, right? How the curiosity, right? I, I mentioned about the intellectual curiosity, um, as well as the hunger, hunger to learn, yeah. right? Yeah. I think, yeah. you know, I spend a lot of time um, in interviews, not asking a lot of technical questions, but a lot of behavioral related questions. And I and I want to see folks uh, who you know over index on on these behaviors because they kind of guarantee success, right? Uh, to answer the second part of the question is, it's it's very easy to train people on what we do. Uh, you know, um, you know, learning a, a programming language is not difficult. Uh, you know, learning how to uh, work with data how to explore data, how to get to the insights or building up predictive. These are not, 
you know differentiators to me i think i'm okay to train people on you know different aspects of the of the work right be it how do you work on cloud how do you you know build say apis how do i um, you know work on automation right but what you cannot train for is that is those behaviors right those innate behaviors which i think uh, are very very critical right uh, obviously haven't mastered uh, you know it yet but i i believe that it's better to get folks who come with the right attitude and train them rather than trying to get you know very very talented folks but you know they they just they just won't be great team players for example or they just uh, won't create that kind of difference for our organizations so you mean to say that attitude makes the biggest difference compared to any hard skills uh, in, in the data science absolutely you know there's uh, also this interesting article i read that academics don't matter uh, nowadays right so even if you look at some very successful companies you will see them <clears throat> hiring from people with philosophy background or anthropology background or you know it's it's not so much about your academics and what you know but what you learn or what you, what you you know what you want to do you know and how you go about it so while we are on this anind though what do you think is the best way to inculcate domain knowledge in these teams so most of these analytics teams are pretty much useless for the business unless they can understand and talk the business language uh, but data scientists generally don't have an inclination towards that being the geekies that they are uh, so how do you inculcate domain knowledge in your teams yeah uh, i think the best way of training that worked for me and my teams is as a leader you sit with the team and you ask all the right questions and make people think right uh so suppose you have team of data scientists working on a particular project it's very important for leaders to start asking the right questions to make the data scientist think okay why am i doing this what will what value will this you know this step bring in how is my recommendations going to be implemented for example what are the things that i should anticipate somebody asking me so part of it is leadership to you know provoke and asking the right kind of questions which actually help a lot uh the second thing which works well uh, at least in abn bev i've seen is a uh, market visits help a lot right so team members who have traveled or who actually have gone for um, you know uh, say a sales you know free, you know sales visit for example right they come back as a completely transformed person because now they are actually able to see uh how the process work how how does the typical business process work uh, and it's incredible and you can come and share right yeah, you can make yeah you you make those videos and you know you can you know walk the entire team through that experience which which i find very fascinating other than that you know building you know f- domain experience is about it's it's a function of time right it's a function of time but the best way for anybody to understand the domain is always ask the right kind of questions why am i doing this how is it going to be used uh, i think most of the companies have a lot of their internal portals or you know there's a lot of literature that you can read up to just understand how the industry is moving uh, you know what to plan for so it's it's not really difficult but you need to have that 
curiosity right to to learn and over a period of time once you spend enough i think that's also an, uh, another important point you need to spend time right so suppose i am in marketing right for example you need to spend enough time to really understand uh, the domain very well right and marketing for example is a huge domain right so so it's a combination of many things right you know you spend time having a good leader who you know you know uh, asks the right kind of questions uh, you know having that curiosity to you know learn from your peer group or from you know internal information i think all of these things contribute to a, a, a to your domain ex expertise i would say i think how do you look for that the right team structure how do you structure your teams there are different ways in which companies think about it on the one hand you have uh, like the most idealistic everybody is a full stack data scientist kind of uh, mentality but it's very hard to achieve on the other hand you have uh, you know everybody is an individual contributor in their own domains and you know there is the central guy who hopefully understands everything else and you know and can hold the team together both are extremes but there are many ways in which you know you can make this somewhere in between and make it very successful so how do you how do you structure your teams i think it depends on the maturity of of the capability itself right so sometimes when you're working on something which is slightly more mature you or 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 for that matter even if it's new you know capability you're developing start thinking of your team in terms of a squad right um you will have a typical you know agile setup for example right so you have your data scientists sitting in the same <clears throat> you know scrum meetings as your engineers as your testers as your ui designers right so i feel that works and and actually some of our teams in abn work in that squad fashion right so implementing your agile you know agile ways of working is is a consideration of how you want to organize your teams right in in some of the other teams organization really depends on what is what is it that you want to drive right for example i i want to build a proof of concept right 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 from start you you basically need to get the experts let them do their own job right you you don't have to have too many overhead right because larger the team right it creates a lot of overhead right so if you want to drive innovation and if you want to drive uh, these proof of concept it's better to have very small teams but with the right kind of experts uh, i would say which which we tend to do right um that is the way i think about it uh, you know there's again not a formula it okay, it yeah, very yeah. depends on depends on uh, you know the maturity i would say of of that particular capability so i uh, know one in the i want to i want to ask you the million dollar question you have been one of the most successful analytics leaders i have seen uh, you know in the industry today across the organizations how do you look at your role as a leader what what are those traits that you think are differentiating you from everybody else and more importantly how do you look at your role as do you look at yourself as a coach do you still look at yourself as a leader who leads from the front and protects the team there are different ways in which leaders look at themselves what do you look at your role as yeah so i i see myself as you know uh, you know using leadership from behind uh, approach right um personally few things that become very important for anybody in my position is firstly people people development people skills like general 
you know, I'm not talking about general line management responsibilities, but uh, the ability to, you know, motivate, keep your team engaged, keep your team motivated, keep keep them inspired, right, is is very, very critical. Again, you know, it's, it's something that seems very obvious, but I feel that it's an important part of my role as well as what I've learned uh, differentiates good leaders versus great leaders, uh, for example, right? Uh, I think sometimes uh, walking the talk, you know, leading by example always helps, right? So if you want to inspire your team, I think you also will have to uh, figure out a way to show that, you know, you you mean business, right? Uh, and I think I'll, some people have given me that feedback that even when you are actually following up, when you are actually doing uh, what you what you talk about in meetings or you know in in one-on-one conversations, uh, it it helps people understand, right? It it helps people understand exactly what is expected out of them. Uh, you inspire them, you motivate them, right? So, you know that is that is another point um, that I want to mention. I think having a plan, as I said, of how to staff your team is critical, right? Your teams look up to you. But you need to know what kind of skill sets are required, what kind of uh, behaviors are, you know, deal breakers, for example. Um, how do you plan ahead and form a very high performing team, right? You can't get your biases come in the way, uh, be it in terms of hiring or be it in terms of uh, how uh, you want the team to run. You get a set of talent, right, whom you believe in and then get out of the way, right? And then you just have the full trust uh, in in your teams to deliver right and then if things don't go well you don't beat them up right you take that as a learning opportunity and say what could have been you know different right I think you need to give that space and that freedom for people to fail and 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 not not beat them up for it but be like a safety net right uh, for them so I, I think generally this people leadership, uh, qualities that I just described are, are very, very important for anybody in, in my role and I'm still learning, but uh, those what come to my mind uh, right away. Fantastic. A person leading from the back and making them successful versus getting the limelight for himself yeah. or herself. Yeah, very, very interesting. As you know, Anindo, today the data science and analytics in general as a market is exploding and a lot of very, very good talent coming out of different companies, different domains and different colleges uh, want to become data scientists and groom their career in that direction. What's your advice to these young and aspiring data scientists? Yeah, so, you know, I always have this long running joke, uh, but which is not a joke anymore, right? Um, I, I think people just need to learn SQL first. <laughs> and people get surprised, right? Because data science is so cool and SQL is not. No, man. Uh, what I mean by this is uh, basics, right? you need to understand basics very very well right uh, you you work with data right and the ability to extract you know ingest data from different sources being able to write the right kind of queries to aggregate a lot of this takes time uh, you know it takes a lot of time to do these basic things right so i think to be a good data scientist first of all the first 3 4 years you just need to get your hands dirty and know how to play with it. If, if you don't understand that bit, I, I think it's a dangerous, dangerous, uh, you know, a road that you're on. 
the other thing that I, I noticed is understanding the data, right? So to give an example, a lot of data scientists are working, right, on different kind of projects who have very little understanding about basics of data, right? So how, how does your data look like? What is the granularity? Just in general, like a metadata, right? Because when we try to build anything, any, any kind of, say, a model on the data, you need to be able to interpret it, right? And you need to know how how is this result going to be used. And that requires you to have very deep understanding of the data that you're using. The next thing is, uh, obviously, you know, bread and butter stuff. You need to understand some, you know, data science or, you know, say, say R, for example, right? Know that, but be really, you know, try to be expert in one thing, right? So if, if, if you feel that I'm, I'm, I'm learning, say, R, right? It's, it's very important that you become an expert uh, in R, right? And not stop the journey, right? Because my uh, project does not allow me to explore anything more than what I'm currently doing. No, that's not the way you're going to be successful. You need to, you know, test your skills, learn a lot along the way, spend your personal time as well in doing different projects. Today, there's an explosion, as you said, of, you know, resources available. So spend your time and build that kind of expertise rather than just saying, okay, this is what I know, this is what I've learned, and probably the next project is going to give me that, you know, opportunity. No, I mean, I, you you will probably stall in your career if you, if you just stop that uh, learning, right? So you can't be dependent on the company to just uh, teach you or train you, right? A lot of that has to be driven by your own investment of your own time, right, is what I believe. Last but not the least, let's talk about analytics managers. So a lot of, lot of good data scientists and individual contributors want to groom their career as analytics managers and senior managers and then go in that direction. What's your advice for them? What kind of skill sets should they develop? What kind of mentalities and attitudes should they develop so that they're successful analytics leaders in the future? Yeah, I'll address the, I'll address the senior manager and manager thing first and then the data science later. I think first of all you have to have very good people skills. I think, period. It, it's 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 a make or break thing for anybody, right? Uh, if you have reached a stage where you're now taking people leadership responsibilities, that means that at one point of time you were a very strong individual contributor, and the company has that confidence to give you additional responsibilities. But if you don't have that basic people skills, how to converse, how to work with people with uh, you know different perspectives interpersonal skills that's you're just going to hit a ceiling right so first thing is you have to learn to be less of a manager and you know uh, unlearn some of the bad habits that you probably had and uh, think about how do i work with people how do i lead people uh, develop those those skills very 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 important right um, you also have to start thinking of uh, you know, strategically, and which we say thought leadership, right? So if you if you are just thinking about your delivery and uh, what it takes to get to my results, right? Then you know you you're not adding anything to your resume, right? You you have to start building that confidence from your stakeholders or from your customers that I can add value. Like when I'm in a meeting, when I'm in a when I'm in a project, my contribution matters. People want to listen to what I have to say, for example, right? So you have to start thinking strategically about what uh, I can do, uh, what should be your contribution, right? Uh, and, and then 
to put this in perspective of data science, again, never stop learning. I think this is one of the biggest mistakes people make is once they hit that level of <clears throat> being a manager or being in the mid-management level, uh, I think the learning learning just stops and sometimes it, it just goes down as well because people are become so hands-off and I think that's that's very, very dangerous uh, for any anybody who wants to stay in data science, right? You you have to have that ability to continuously learn and, and uh, be hands-on to whatever extend your schedule permits uh, is, is what I would say. Last but not the least, I mean, obviously you need to have strong stakeholder uh, you know, management skills, set setting the right kind of expectations. Uh, sometimes, you know, you have all the right kind of skill sets, soft skills, technical skills, but you just don't know how to manage uh, or understand what a stakeholder needs and deliver on those expectations. It's, it's just going to become very, very difficult for you to grow in the, in the organizations, right? So you have to learn who is your stakeholder, what they need, what do I have to do, and manage those expectations and deliver on them. Uh, it's, it's something you learn over a period of time, but it's, it's very important. It's very, very important. So it's almost like a 360, right? So you need to be good at with your people. You need to be good with your stakeholders, right? Um, and, and yeah, that, that's what I would say are, are probably the most important things that come to my mind. Very interesting. And, and one thing that you said resonates a lot with me, which is basically continue your technical skills, continue to be hands-on, but at the same time, there are some individual contributor skills that you need to unlearn before you can you know, learn yeah. to be a good manager yeah. yourself. Fantastic. Very, yeah. very, uh, very interesting and very well put. These are very good perspectives, Anindo. Thank, thanks for being with us today and sharing these insights. Inside Thank you so much. I'm glad to be here. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Thank you.